Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today, we're going to be talking about inflation. And recently, the Federal Reserve was being tasked with keeping core inflation rate at 2%. There was some talk about them relaxing that target, and there's been an awful lot of talk about inflation in the news, in particular the financial news, about inflation accelerating. But before we can even talk about that, we actually need to understand some of the trickery and tomfoolery that goes into the core inflation adjustment. Now, our good friends Chris Martinson and Adam Taggart over at peakprosperity.com have done some amazing work to truly analyze deeply all of the processes that go into actually calculating the consumer price index and core inflation. If you aren't familiar with their work, definitely go to peakprosperity.com and have a look at their video series called The Crash Course. I think you'll find it extremely enlightening. The fact is, inflation is not caused by rising prices. Rising prices are the result of inflation. The cause of inflation is too much money in the money supply. And as we know, the government has been printing money like crazy. One of the techniques that the government uses to try and trick you into thinking that the inflation rate is low is they apply a series of adjustments to that core inflation rate. So, for example, the consumer price index is made up of a basket of goods. This ranges anything from housing to durable goods to bananas. Now, the first thing that they do, the first adjustment, is a technique called substitution. And the concept behind substitution is that if something goes up rapidly in price, you're actually not going to buy that product. You're going to try and find a cheaper substitute. Let's say, for example, the price of salmon went up very quickly. You might switch to a cheaper fish, like maybe catfish, but only as long as catfish is actually cheaper this week. So the Bureau of Labor and Statistics uses substitution to adjust down the consumer price index by substituting the product. They're not really measuring the cost of living, they're measuring the cost of survival. In the same period that the Bureau of Labor and Statistics reported a 4.1% increase in food prices, the Farm Bureau reported a 9.2% increase in the cost of food. They're measuring the same food in the same country over the same time period. One of those is accurate, the other one is not. You can take a guess as to which it is. The second process that they use to adjust the core inflation rate is something called geometric weighting. So for example, if there's something that undergoes a large increase, they may reduce its weighting as a percentage of the total, again, to try and adjust the numbers. So for example, healthcare, which represents 17% of the total economy, is only given a 6% weighting in the consumer price index. As we know, healthcare costs are accelerating. They're going up faster than anybody ever imagined. And so by applying geometric weighting, it has the effect of reducing or at least creating the illusion that prices are in fact going up slower than they truly are. It's downplaying the real cost of healthcare. And then the third piece of trickery that's employed here is a technique called hedonics. Hedonics is a Latin word that means for the pleasure of, and it's used to adjust prices downward. So for example, let's imagine that you bought the latest Android phone, and that phone has new features that the previous generation didn't have. Now, even if that phone was priced exactly the same as the previous generation of phone, those new features are deemed to deliver more value. So the price of that phone is adjusted downward to compensate for those new features as if those new features added so much value that the price or the, that the price actually went down when in fact the price didn't go down at all. It stayed exactly the same. So why is all of this important? 
for you as a real estate investor, when you're performing your economic modeling and putting together your pro formas for to predict the future, you might be putting together a 10-year pro forma for your financial projection for a particular property. What inflation rate should you use to forecast your increases in rent and your increases in actual operating expenses? Some jurisdictions that implement rent controls restrict landlords to increasing rents by the consumer price index. However, if you have underlying costs that are going up faster than the core rate of inflation, let's say your property taxes are going up faster, your cost of electricity, um, cost of water, if those are going up faster than your core rate of inflation, the net income that you're earning on that income property is in fact going to go down. It's extremely important that you as a real estate investor conduct that sensitivity analysis and figure out, based on true historical data, what kind of expense rate increases you can tolerate over an extended period of time so that you don't experience that kind of profit compression that can occur when the government lies about the consumer price index. As you're going through your financial modeling, as you're modeling your next projects or even your existing projects, think hard about it, run some sensitivity analysis, and in the meantime, have an awesome, awesome day. Make some great things happen, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.